1: Hello there, and a huge welcome to today's show. We're in the final days before Christmas as we record this, and I just think it's so important that we think about what's Christmas all about, whether you are someone who celebrates Christian Christmas at this time of year, or whether you're just looking forward to family holidays. It's interesting, I think, that it's at this time of year that many people turn their, their thoughts to kindness, where, perhaps during the rest of the year, they don't give it too much thought. It is the season to be jolly, but it is also the season to think of other people. Kindness and compassion for me are a 365 day a year thing. It doesn't cost much to be kind and compassionate to yourself and others, but it makes a huge difference, not only to the people on the receiving end, but to you too. Now, I've got a great guest today, Jill Lubin, and we're going to be looking at the profit of kindness. We're changing the show around a little so that Jill can go off to another commitment. And so in a moment, I'm going to introduce you to her. But I want you to think as you're listening to this show about how you turn up on a day by day basis. Are you kind in the way in which you speak? Do you think about yourself and others and the way in which you treat them? now you can be kind by involving yourself in b1g1 buy one give one without it costing you a penny by interacting by um sending us an email to gina at uh, genuinely about the show or interacting with a comment um, we will donate free meals If you um, download this show, share it, and other people download it, then we will also donate to B1G1 um, on your behalf. And if you want it to be for education, put E. If you want it to feed someone, put F. If you want it to be for health, put H. And if you want it to be the environment, then put EN, and we will make a donation on your behalf. So it doesn't have to cost you anything other than a little bit of thought and effort. So let me introduce Jill to you. She's an amazing woman. Jill Lublin is an international speaker on topics of radical influence, publicity, networking, kindness, and referrals. She's the author of four best-selling books, including Get Noticed, Get Referrals, Guerrilla Publicity, and Networking Magic, and her latest book, Profit of Kindness, went to number one in four categories. Jill is a master strategist for positioning your business for more profitability and visibility. She is the CEO of a strategic consulting firm and she's got over 25 years experience. Jill teaches a virtual publicity crash course and consults and speaks around the globe. She also helps authors to create book deals and foreign rights to major publishers and agents. So without more ado, I am absolutely thrilled to be able to introduce Jill Lublin to you. Hey,
2: Gina. <laughs> so
1: wonderful to be here. Oh, thank you for joining me, Jill. Before we get started about kindness, love to know a bit of your backstory and how you come to do all of these
2: things. You know, um, like everybody, I kind of found my path a bit circuitously um, and I was actually in law school on my way to becoming an attorney until I got to law school and discovered it was not at all for me. I actually dropped out, however, which was very unique for me and completely yeah. different from my personality. And besides feeling like a bit of a failure, I had to find something uh, new and you know what? It was perfect because I actually found promotion and publicity and started working in the music business and that became my career for quite a while. So, But I was always doing promotion and publicity and now of course I'm working with business people and have Mm -hmm. shifted my focus. Um, But it's always been about promotion. It's just really my natural gift and uh, helping people find their messages. These are my gifts and, and they came forth in a certain way because of finding the wrong path for myself, uh, which had no use for any of my gifts, to be honest, for for me, right? And yeah, and it, it was a beautiful discovery. And of course, you know, like anything, a bit of a a bit of a roundabout to find it. But here I am, and and I feel very grateful. And after writing my uh, first book, Guerrilla Publicity, you know, honestly, that that really was the start of the interactive virtual publicity course and that was the start of a lot of yes. my speaking career and then one book after another came and here we are
1: <laughs> it's, amazing. it's amazing isn't it just how things lead from one to the other now the focus of this uh, this show is all around kindness and your latest book kindness for profits in many ways seems like a, a juxtaposition of two things that perhaps many people would think wouldn't naturally go together What made
2: you decide to write the book, and why kindness? Well, you know, it's interesting. With with The Prophet of Kindness, this is my latest book, I have to tell you, I too was a little surprised when it came out. Like, (laughs) You know, sometimes I'm like, wait, wait, because if you look at all my books, they're actually business books, and so is The Prophet of Kindness. What's interesting is that um, and I looked at this, Gina, I thought about this. Why? How come this happened? And at one level, you know, it seems like a surprise. And at other levels, the truth is kind companies get more publicity. That's just what's true. And mm-hmm. in fact, if you look at the trend in these times, and in particularly yeah. over these wild years that we've been having, kindness is more important than ever. And what, what prompted the book is that actually I'm a volunteer with a woman who's 80 Let's see, she's going to be 87 this year. Right? Um, Yes, how wonderful. And, you know, I've actually uh, been friends with her for many, many years. And one day she looked at me as I came to help her in her aging process, I call it. Um, You know, and I've taken her to lunch and I've taken her to doctor's appointments and I fly over there, so to speak, Um, meaning with a car. You know, she falls down or needs anything. And I've always been that friend to her. Um, And she looked at me one day and she said, you are so kind and I wish they had a new currency, the currency of kindness. And I thought, that's it. (laughs) And it was one of those moments. And my publisher uh, liked the profit of kindness better. And that's okay. Uh, And it's really that, you know, truthfully, kindness will pay off it doesn't you don't do it for any kind of profit but uh, realistically it is that as we give so we shall be given too
1: yeah I couldn't agree with you more and much of my work around enlightened leadership is that coming from a place of compassion and kindness is all about great uh, enlightened leadership and if you are kind in general then the likelihood is that you're going to treat your staff well that you will value them and engage with them in a very different way than if it's just about the the monetary profits isn't it
2: yes absolutely and what's fascinating gina is that when i was interviewing companies for the profit of kindness here's what i found they were typically more profitable uh they had happier clients their cultures were happier um they were happier and this is by the way for single uh you know kind of entrepreneurial ventures as well as very big companies you know uh, like hotel chains and uh, kleenex and you know one uh, corporations you may have heard of yes
1: well i'm convinced i know the work that i do with businesses that that ultimately these are the things that make the difference because I'd be interested in your take. My experience is that people who are kind generally also demonstrate greater integrity because they have they are thinking about what they're doing and why they're doing it and how they're doing it and wanting to do things in a kind way. And if you if you demonstrate integrity, the two things don't sit together, do they? being unkind and being integrity are diametrically opposed. And so they are very comfortable bedfellows, integrity and kindness. Uh, and you know, I'm not surprised that you found that those companies do better.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree with you. It's, it's that sort of old um, overall company philosophy and that uh, when kindness is a value, guess what? All the other things come in yeah. line with it.
1: Now, I'm really interested that your work is, uh, is uh, to a large extent, about helping uh, business owners or businesses to become, to have better publicity, to, to broadcast what they're doing and how they're doing it. I'm really interested for us to explore what you think are the basic principles of great, um, a great focus, a great
2: approach to publicity. Mm. So, a couple of things. You, you mean in terms of what is the best approach to publicity? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, well first is the message. And in working with whether they're director of communications, marketing teams, or again, you know, smaller businesses, here's what I found. If you, well, let's just say you must have your message right, because yeah. first and foremost, People have to understand what you stand for, who you are. You know, that's where all the values come in. Uh, What message are you putting out to your customers? What problem do you solve in the marketplace? So that's always, always where I love to start with people is what's the problem out there? I didn't say what do you do and what is your mission and and what are your company values, although that can all be integrated in. But I really think it's great from a publicity perspective to start with what's the problem out there, out there meaning in the world. And then once you identify that, then as a company, uh, you can be the solution to it. And then you give people actual solutions. When you provide solutions to people, then they they want and must come to you, right? They become your customers and clients. I agree with you. Why do you think so many companies do it so badly? a couple things one is uh, funny enough sometimes that too many cooks in the kitchen spoil Mm -hmm. the soup so what i find is if there's a message that isn't consistent then it gets confused that's one thing two is um sometimes companies are caught you know in a shall we call it public relations problem you know i remember a, a large company an ad agency out of dallas texas in the united states and well, the, the CEO made a racist remark. Now, they had huge corporate clients. and But in this environment, in any environment, you never say anything. And especially like, oh, my gosh, you know, everything is so public anyway right now. Yeah. And everything you say is on record. Um, so, you know what? The whole company basically dissolved. I mean, this is one of the largest ad agencies with major accounts and one bad communication actually dissolve them. We see this happening a lot in in today's world. So one of the things I think is really important is that you stay in integrity, that word, with your message. You be specific about your message, resolved even in your message. And I'm not even saying at times you can't confront things in life and have a message that might even be somewhat confrontational or somewhat opposite of public view that's okay and i'm not talking about that specific incident and that can make for interesting publicity and good debate and Mm. and you know we all have freedom of choice at many levels right to to have different views but i i do think uh having and knowing what is your view and viewpoint is actually key to public relations. Yeah. And one of the things I tell people is listen, watch the news. And, and when I say watch, it could be on your phone, it could be making sure you're getting Google alerts and seeing what's being talked about, and then get in there and talk about it, you know, and have a viewpoint. And I, I think that's something that sometimes people forget is that you are entitled to have a point of view that's yeah. great, what is it? And what is the problem you solve? I think that that's a big place yes. for people to start that sounds like really great advice.
1: It's interesting because in the past people have often said, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity. I'm not sure that's the case. I'd be interested
2: in your view. I'll tell you, you know, these days, I'm not sure that, you know, bad what does bad publicity mean, right? So, yeah. he, here's the thing. Yes, there is such a thing as bad publicity. Yeah. Let me just say, I've seen companies go under because of one comment. Or one bad thing. We've seen political yeah. figures endangered. We've seen all kinds of things, right? So I would tell you, I think there is such a thing as bad publicity. Yeah. For most people uh, that I work with, whether it's small companies or, or entrepreneurs or lar- even larger companies, it's not, you know, honestly, that big of a, shall we say, problem. And I'm not overly concerned about it for most people. And if there is bad publicity, yes, you should do some crisis communications, it's called, to avert it. But I will tell you my experience with most media people is they want you to look good too. Okay, that sounds great.
1: So if you're a business and you're interested in broadcasting your message and getting
2: great publicity, how would they come to work with you? Mm, so a couple things. One is I do an interactive live virtual publicity course, which is super fun. So a lot of people come in and work with me like that. And then I also work of course on Zoom with people all over the world in consulting and supporting messages and supporting uh, the possibility of really getting your name out there and creating that visibility that frankly, you deserve as, as a company, as a mission And I think it's important to identify that, as well as to have a plan and implement it for how to go out there. So because I wrote the book, Guerrilla Publicity, I'm big on high impact, lower cost solutions. And for that very reason, I've been brought into, funny enough, major corporations uh, who are looking for, uh, as well as, of course, smaller businesses, who are looking for, um, shall we say, budget-driven ways to actually create more visibility. Yeah. It
1: makes sense, doesn't it? Why would you spend a lot of money, particularly, I know from personal experience, it's quite easy to spend a lot of money on publicity that actually isn't going to be effective. And you've already spent the money by the time you discover it's not effective, rather than go with somebody who's got a proven track record that can help you do that at a reasonable cost and get the best out of it.
2: Yes, absolutely. And one thing I'm big on that I think it's important for everybody here is consistent, persistent actions. That is what actually makes a difference. That doesn't mean you have to send out press releases daily. I actually don't believe in that or even sometimes monthly. You um, you don't want to be what I call, you know, boy who cried wolf. Right. We want important, good focuses to support your values as well as get a message Mm -hmm. out there and create that credibility, visibility, and trust in the marketplace, which is also key.
1: And that's interesting because that brings me on to another point I'd like your views on is for me, you know, my business is genuinely you. Authenticity is hugely um, central to the work that I do with individuals and with businesses. And sometimes it's hard to see um in in the white noise that there is in the marketplace you know how do you determine what's authentic and what's not and given your background I'd be really interested to know what your take is in how to ensure that what comes across is actually authentic
2: well you know sometimes you don't know until it's too late let's be honest yeah um, and let's also assume that most people are good call me naive but I I do assume that most companies and people are good. Now, here's mm-hmm. what I've noticed in, um, let's call it bad publicity, at, at wallow the juice company, for example, very successful company, beautiful juices, uh, major distribution around the world. Guess what? They had uh, a bad PR uh, problem. Many years ago, somebody actually died drinking oh, some of their goodness. juices. They had a bit of a problem, let me just say. They solved the problem. They came and they said, we're so sorry, you know, and they deeply apologized. They made things right. They handled it from a PR perspective very, very well. Now they're they're thriving and still successful after all these years. So I do think if you handle things well in the marketplace, including your mistakes, and you own up to it and you say, I'm sorry, and you say what you're going to do to correct it, then people will be forgiving more so Mm -hmm. now this is a harder um, time in the marketplace I just think Mm -hmm. people are less patient with mistakes these days they're less patient in general which doesn't help which is why you know things you're teaching around compassion and and authenticity and that I'm teaching around kindness are making such a big difference now because we need these things more than ever because people have less tolerance so just knowing that you better go out the gate Uh, smartly put together, let's call it, um, with a message that matters, with being authentic and resonant to who you are and what you care about.
1: I think that's really wise words. Now, we're running out of time. I think we could talk forever. Um, Two things. The first thing is that we donate uh, on behalf of our guests to B1G1. um, And the project that you have chosen is to um, give a nutritious meal to a child, Um, In the Odidi community, the children come every day, they get a meal, they get education, they get health checks and so on. And you're paying, we'll donate on your behalf. In fact, we'll be donating several meals on your behalf. um, Oh, wonderful. uh, That those children will not go hungry and that they will have, um, you know, some of the things that we take for granted, education, health. I can hear one of your cat's in the back, <laughs> There she is. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. I hope she's going to show uh, show herself. Um, I know that you have a very great offer. So just as we come to the end of this section, and I know
2: you've got to rush off, tell us about the free offer. Absolutely. Well, for your wonderful listeners and viewers, I have a, a put together a um, wonderful, we'll call it a kit of great publicity tips and do it yourself, get it done fast. Um, Good ideas for how to get your publicity done effectively and simply, and you go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift, I know it's on the screen, and it'd be delightful to serve you and help you get more visibility happening.
1: Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. I just want to say a huge thank you for coming on the show and for offering your expertise. This is a lady who knows her stuff. So if you're in business and you want to be noticed and you want to be heard, then I would really recommend that you get in touch with Jill uh, because I'm sure she can help you. Thanks so much, Jill. Have a great Christmas and I'll speak to you in the new year. Don't go away because the show is nowhere near finished. We've got lots more on offer. See you in a moment. Oh Thank
2: you. Thank you.
0: You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment, and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. Become the Leader of Your Own Life Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving, Not Surviving. The five secret pathways to happiness, success, and fulfillment provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-u.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your
1: host, Gina Gardner. Hello there. Kindness. Ask yourself, what does it mean to you? Now, many people find it so much easier to be kinder to other people than they do to be kind to themselves, that they put themselves at the bottom of the pile and as a result that they're often tired and perhaps even irritable because they have given out so much that their batteries are just empty. So when I talk about kindness, I want you to think about kindness to yourself as the starting point and kindness to other people. I know for many, many years, I found it much easier to be kinder to other people and was in real terms, because I didn't look after myself particularly well and I always put everybody else first. It wasn't until much later that I recognised that I wasn't being kind to myself and my health was suffering as a result. I want you to think about how do you talk to yourself? You know, that voice that goes round and round in your head. How often do you call yourself an idiot or chastise yourself for something that you've done wrong and go on and on and on uh, about that? Because ultimately, how you treat yourself, how you talk to yourself is going to make a difference to how you feel about yourself and whether you feel enough. It's also going to make a difference to whether you have more to offer other people. You know, when you have heard me say on this show many, many times that when you're on an airline, they say in the the event of, of an incident, put your own oxygen mask on first. And I make no apology for constantly reminding you that if you want to be the leader of your own life, you have to lead by sorting yourself out first. And that means being kind to yourself. Think about the last few days. And think about how you have looked after yourself. Have you been kind to yourself in the way in which you've thought about yourself? Do your beliefs support you in being the best version of you that you can be? Or do your beliefs keep you playing small? You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not clever enough. I'm not this or that enough. That's being unkind. Recognising that there's more to do is different seeing things as a development rather than as a limitation makes all the difference. Have you looked after yourself in the way in which you've eaten? Have you drunk too much alcohol? Have you had enough sleep? Have you drunk enough water? Have you given yourself some rest time? You know, this run up to the holidays is very busy for many people. They're trying to get things done to have a couple of days off. There are many people, often women, who are trying to do all the present buying and the food buying and sort the children out and sort their partner out and, and, and. And they get lost. So by the time the holidays do arrive, they are completely frazzled. Just taking five minutes to breathe deeply, to close your eyes, to have just a little bit of time to recharge your batteries is really, really important. Have you done it? Because if you haven't, when you finish listening to this, then I suggest that you do. If you're listening to the replay of this, perhaps, and it's nowhere near the holidays, it doesn't stop being important simply because it's February or July or August. These principles are 365 days in a normal year and 366 days on a leap year. They are principles that should underpin your life. I've talked many times about the difference between being kind and being overindulgent. Overindulgent means, oh, I'll just have this or I'll just do that, when you know it's not good for you. And ultimately, that makes a big difference. Being kind to yourself is about how can I make my health better, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual? How can I develop how can i grow and expand and evolve from where i am all of those things are kindnesses so let's turn our attention to excuse me i've got hiccups Um, how kind are you to other people now many people are good at the grand gestures you know i'll buy presents at birthday and christmas but they're not kind in between And by kind, I don't mean buying presents. Kindness for me is much more of a a being way rather than a doing way. How you speak to people, that makes a huge difference. Again, I've spoken many times about the legacy that we leave by every word that we speak and how we speak it, what we say, how and when we say it, or by saying nothing and by our actions every action or lack thereof creates a living legacy to yourself to your other people and to the environment and we live at a time where it's become all the more critical that we are mindful that we are kind to each other and to the environment we live at a time of great challenge and what's really important at that time is that we are kind to one another, that we are thoughtful, that we go out of our way to let other people know that they are seen and heard and important. On the news this morning, there was a, an item that w- was a follow-on from something that happened um, a couple of years ago. And there's an elderly gentleman who two years, somebody had, um, spoken to him and he'd said i've spent the last 15 years at christmas on my own it's a very sad time um i'm lonely and the news got hold of it and the locals um i'm not sure whether it's a sixth form college or further education college um some of the youngsters there got to hear of it and they decided that they would go and they would sing to him and they took him a little christmas tree and they took him a little stocking of different presents None of them expensive, but very thoughtful. Now, one would have thought that that was the story that over Christmas would have got its um, airtime. And then the story would have died and everybody would, would, everybody would have gone back to normal. But what they showed on the story today is how many of the youngsters who had gone to sing to him, who had gone on that day, had then taken the trouble to visit him and in lockdown to write to him and to phone him and to um, go and and take him little little bits and pieces that made him recognise that he wasn't forgotten. And a great friendship through the generations had been built up. And a record today has been released which shows him dancing, well, moving on the record. And these youngsters have created a Christmas um, record and all of the proceeds are going to Age Concern or Age UK, as it's called now, which befriends elderly people who would otherwise be on their own. And they run all sorts of different um, day centres and so on. But what struck me is that an act of kindness two years ago had been built upon and those young people were finding ways of being kind to others and not only were the people that they were being kind to hugely benefiting, but so were the other people who were actually providing that kindness. It's a win-win, it's a two-way situation and it's hugely positive and important. And I would say to you at this time, please think about how you can be kind to other people Think about how you can be kind to yourself. We're going to have a break now. After the break, um, we're going to carry on the conversation. See you in a minute.
0: You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com, or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host,
1: Gina Gardner. We're talking about kindness. I want you to think about how we can move forward together to be more kind, to make 2022 a year where kindness became the reality for us all. If you're drawn to this show, you're drawn to this show for a reason. And one of the reasons you'll be drawn to this is that you um are someone who is enlightened, that you want to do things and to do things in a way that has integrity and compassion. And I believe that if you' are listening to this show that you also have the courage to do what is right. Kindness is the right thing to do. Kindness is the thing that makes such a difference. And you know, lots of people think that kindness has to be around, Buying. For me, kindness is not, it's a way of being. How you turn up moment by moment, the decisions that you make moment by moment make a difference. So, you know, whether you take a piece of litter home or you drop it, whether you um, are compassionate to animals or not, whether you make the time to speak to your neighbors or If there's somebody that is down and out, that you actually take the time to ask them how they are. And if you can afford it, to go and get them a coffee or a sandwich. How you turn up moment by moment is your choice. Let me say that again. How you turn up moment by moment is your choice. And so I would say to you, you've got to... Think about kindness in a way that becomes your way of being rather than something that sits out there outside you that you do from time to time. Now, we talked before the break about profit in kindness. What I found interesting with all of the businesses that I've worked with, and I've worked with many, is that if when you come from an enlightened way where you are um, one of your uh, underpinning Um, pillars of your business is that a compassion that means compassion within your business and compassion when you are dealing with the um, your client base with the the local area you know uh, the local community um, and also with the environment that that leads to greater profitability too now whether you do it because it leads to greater profitability or whether you do it because it's the right thing to do, that's down to you. But ultimately, being compassionate within your business is the best way to go if you want a business that's going to be sustainable. Jill talked before the break about how, you know, it's it, these times people are much more conscious about businesses and whether those businesses are. Doing the right thing. And I think as more and more people become um, awake to the fact that it's us who've got to find solutions moving forward, then people are going to use their buying power to look for businesses that actually have a conscious. Now, do you remember Steve Pipe was on uh, and he is now working voluntarily for B1G1 and he talks about the example of two coffee shops in the same road one who just sell coffee and all of their all of their advertising is about selling coffee where the other coffee shop says that for every coffee that we sell we will donate um, um an amount of a penny or two uh, to create an impact through b1g1 and though, although that only seems a, a, a small amount you know they sell hundreds of thousands of cups of coffee during the year Um, So it actually comes to a sizable amount. They don't notice it, but ultimately, if you're the customer, which is the one you're going to choose? The one that's going to do a bit good while you're having a cup of coffee or the one that's not? And the one, the coffee shop that uh, offered um, their help to B1G1 thrived and went on from strength to strength. So if you're a business person, I want you to think about your business. Join B1G1. It doesn't have to cost you a lot of money for you to make a difference. They have impacts which run from a couple of cents up to, um, you know, much, much more, you know, tens of of pounds. But it's the collectiveness of that kindness, that giving. You know, if everybody gives their little bit, then it it actually builds up to something um, significant. So you can be kind in that way, but even if you don't want to spend anything, you can be kind by being aware and thoughtful and valuing your staff. As we go into the new year, we know that there is a staff shortage, particularly of skilled staff. And you know, if you look at the model of motivation, um, what keeps people at work? It's not actually money. It's that they feel valued, that they feel part of things, and that they feel that their bosses care. That's what keeps people in in their position. That's what makes people stay. And so if you've got a business and you need skilled staff, or even if you don't need skilled staff, you want loyal staff, then you have to start with you. If you're in within the family, I was talking to somebody the other day. They've got the mother-in-law from hell. She is unkind in everything she says. She's ungrateful in everything, uh, everything they try and do for her. The greatest loser is not her daughter-in-law and her son. It's actually her because she'll be sending Christmas on her own, not because they haven't invited her, but because she's decided that she doesn't want to go because she doesn't like them very much. What a difference there would be in her life if she was kinder. Kinder to herself, kinder to her family, just kinder. So you may have difficult relatives. You may be coming to a point of thinking, oh, God my mother in law or great uncle so and so, or somebody's coming into the family. Don't expect them to change. You have to do the changing. But if you start by being loving and being kind and not letting their unkindness, shift you from being kind then you will find that over time instantly but over time that will make a difference you
2: know
1: social distancing apart give them a, a virtual hug if you can't give them a real one but mind how you speak to them send it out with the intention of love and kindness and i think that you will find that it makes a difference If it doesn't make a difference to the other person, it's certainly going to make a difference to you. And make a New Year's resolution, make that New Year's resolution that 2022 is going to be a year where you're kind to yourself and you are kind to other people. It's not too late um, to buy people a present for Christmas. And if you want to buy a present, you'll find lots of my intentional journals and, you know, the, the conventional books. Uh, uh, on my author page at Gina Gardner uh, at Amazon um, and many of those books are designed to help people become better um, to become more of who they're meant to be because I think when we're authentically being who we are we are actually by nature kind and generous so have a look out um, you'll find them on websites and you'll also find them uh, on Amazon give yourself a gift and start to do some of the intentional journaling because that can really make a difference. Whatever you're doing, I hope you have a fabulous holiday, that you enjoy your time and, and that you are kind to yourself and the people that you're with and that you are going to give yourself that gift of being the best version of you that you can. Be the leader of your own life. I look forward to seeing you next week, the last show of the year and I hope that you have a great holiday. Thanks very much for being with me and be the leader of your own life. Bye bye now.